Meanwhile, evangelical Christians continue to support Donald Trump at, in my opinion, an alarming rate. And I'll get into why I say alarming rate. Um, and white evangelicals in particular continue to support Donald Trump. And nothing he does will turn them from him. And uh, I think most people have accepted that uh, nothing he does will push them away. He can curse in front of these supposed evangelicals and they do nothing. He, like he did at his press conference a while back when he was thanking all of his lackeys for getting him out of his impeachment in which GOP senators admitted that what he did was wrong and out of bounds, but not worthy of removal. Even though if a Democrat had done the exact same thing, the exact same factors, the exact same situation, he would be run out of town. And evangelicals don't care. They say because of abortion and judges. Well, under Barack Obama, the abortion rate was at a 40-year low. And it's not a secret, and it's not, it wasn't magic. It was the expansion of health care, Obamacare, and comprehensive sexual education. It also contributed to a 40-year low in, or a decade's low, rather, in teenage pregnancy. So it's not a secret. There was no magic plan. It was health care a comprehensive sexual education that helped in, in, in bringing down these numbers. And under Barack Obama, black and brown children graduated high school at a far greater rate than under his predecessor. Now, these are facts, and I'll link, as I always do, the statistics and the, the articles to, to justify or to prove what I'm saying. The abortion article is an AP article in 2014. So if you look at a search in Google or whatever your search engine, abortion 40 year low, 2014. And it should come right up. And it will come to other sourced articles that, uh, you know, that these articles are sourced to and you can make up your own mind, but the facts and the numbers don't lie. So, conservative judges, they say they want conservative judges. Well, the people on the court that they're putting, ramming through are corporate shills. They're not for workers' rights, they're not for you. They're simply anti-gay and anti-abortion. That's it. Anti-gay and anti-abortion. and. Statistics prove that Republican appointed judges give black and brown defendants longer sentences. I don't think you heard longer sentences under Republican appointed judges. So if black and brown people think that sending people to prison longer for the same crime that a white person would be charged with and sentenced for. If you think that that's appropriate, then 
by all means. Um, but you've been bamboozled. And into thinking that Republicans are the anti-abortion crowd, that all of them are. But as I previously stated, the abortion rate plunged to a 40-year low under Obama. Now, did conservatives give Obama credit? Did they say, you know, it's great that the abortion rate is going down. It's great that, you know, whether we like Obama or not, that the abortion, you know, these abortion warriors, and I, and I don't say that dismissively, because, but did they say anything? No, they called him the abortion president. Even though the statistics proved the exact opposite. But in Donald Trump, someone who's appointing corporate shields and drunks to the Supreme Court and to the federal courts, he is a great guy. I mean, you, you couldn't be more blind to what these guys are doing. They're not appointing people to the, ju- to the judiciary for you. They're appointing them for themselves and to continue this corporate welfare that they love so much to continue to crush workers, to continue to crush the healthcare industry and prop up the uh, big pharma and multinational corporations. This is not a conspiracy theory. Right. This is not uh, Q or some of that garbage. This is just what happens. So now you have people on the court for life who don't care about workers, don't care about uh, alternative lifestyles, which is what they hate, conservatives. They hate gays so much that they're willing to crush workers, crush minorities, and incentivize greed and corporate welfare. You know, they, I talk to so many conservatives who say they don't want their money going to people who refuse to work. Now, that number is so small that you you would have to be on another planet to take it seriously to, to to say I don't want my money going towards people who refuse to work now think about that for a minute I don't want my money to go to people who don't work now They say absolutely nothing when their tax dollars go to multinational corporations who do absolutely nothing. No, we are taught to punch down. We are taught that the poor are robbing from the middle class. Meanwhile, the rich 
are benefiting from the poor and the middle class. You know, that $2 trillion tax cut that Trump signed was a scam. The top 83% received the most benefits. And then they say, okay, well, you know, we told the people that these tax cuts are going to pay for themselves, but they're not. So what we have to do is cut Social Security, we have to cut Medicare, and we have to cut Medicaid. Now, people pay into Social Security, people pay into Medicare and Medicaid. You know, when you get disabled after you've been working for however long, you've been paying into that. And that is there if and when you need it. Um, you've been paying into Social Security set to retire at a certain age. And all of a sudden, because of this tax scam, you're going to have to wait until you're 80 to retire. Now, again, you've been paying into this. These are entitlements because you are entitled to them. The government is not entitled to rob and to raid these and hand it over to Wall Street. They're not entitled to do that, but they do. And they, they are putting out this narrative that the trust fund is diminishing. It's, it's de- depleting. It's going away. But what they don't tell you is that there's a two or three trillion dollar surplus that is saved away for Social Security. But they want you to think, and I'll link it in the description box. They want you to think that it's going, you're going, they're going broke, you know, because they want to hand it over to Wall Street. And when they do and they lose it, it's, it's, it's no skin off their back because they told you that it's gone, that it's, you know. But this is why voting for Republicans and even some corporate Democrats is not a good idea. Now, if you want and you care about social issues, then obviously you should vote for Democrats. If you care about reducing abortion, with recent statistics, you should vote for Democrats. Now, I'm not telling you who to vote for. You can vote for whoever you want. But the bottom line is what you've been sold by Trump and the Republican Party is a scam. It isn't The truth, insofar as what they say on the campaign trail, is one thing, and what they do is the exact opposite. Trump told you that he would give, that everyone would have health care. Isn't that what he said on the campaign trail? That he wouldn't touch Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid? 
That's what he said. And that's why some people who were apprehensive of voting for Hillary Clinton thought, well, he's saying that he's going to keep Social Security. He's saying that he's going to keep these, this stuff. But he released a budget last week. And in his budget, he cut Social Security. He cut Medicare. He cut Medicaid. This is the problem when you have con artists as politicians. They say one thing and they do the exact opposite. So if you care about these issues, you shouldn't just vote Republican because you think, oh, that they're anti-abortion and they're for religious rights. Really? They're for religious rights? For who? For you? You really think they give a damn about you? I mean, they care about their donors. They care about themselves. They care about preserving and protecting their power. And they will tell you anything they need to to keep that power. And even to hand it off to their children. So, when conservatives say, hey, I vote Republican because of abortion, because of gay marriage, because of... uh, But what they won't tell you is that the evangelical movement, political movement, started with, you guessed it, racism. They went after... They were trying to to keep segregation, segregated schools. And they were trying to use religious exemptions to do so. Now, how did they do that? How were they pushing for that? Charter schools. Self-segregation. That's what it is. That's what most charter schools are for. Now, there's probably some that are very good schools and that do in fact are multi you know cultural but the push within the evangelical political movement was for segregation to keep segregation to keep whites away from blacks to keep black kids away from white kids it started with white evangelicals pushing for segregation That's how it started. And when it became politically unwise to push outright racism, they test drove a few things. They test drove the gay thing. And they weren't sure about that one. They are now, but so they pushed abortion and they, they tried to put their finger on that and, and, and that gained them ground. And that became what some call as a single voter issue where some people, that is the only thing they care about. And that's what they vote on because they've been bamboozled. 
and you have politicians that go into churches and that prop up the pastor, that give the pastor some kind of notoriety, some kind of publicity, and tells his congregation more or less to vote for the candidate who is courting them, who is, then it's generally, in the white evangelical churches, it's generally Republicans. Now, when it comes to the black church, which I would consider much more of a uh, Christian church, in my opinion, because they worship, in my experience, from the soul. Now, many white churches do, of course, some, but the churches that these politicians go to, the African-American churches, are genuinely... Christian and most black people are moderate in so far as uh, social issues but they don't align themselves with a Republican Party because they're not stupid they see the racism they see the racist policies they see what I was telling you earlier about black people getting longer sentences for the same crimes under Republican-appointed judges. They see Republicans trying to dismantle health care and blame it on the poor, blame it on black people, blame it on minorities, blame it on the so-called welfare queen. They are not stupid, but white Republicans continue to, to to push this narrative and to say, oh, come on over. Yeah, come on over for what? As I said, abortion was down under Obama. Teenage pregnancy was down under Obama. Black and brown kids graduating from high school was up. Black unemployment dropped in half under Obama. When Obama came in office, unemployment was at 10% because of a Republican-led recession. He cut it in half. He cut the deficit in half. Trump has blown it up a trillion dollars. A trillion dollars. Trump told you that within his first year in office, he would wipe out the entire $21 trillion debt. It's probably $23 trillion by now if not more. And did he do that? No. Instead, he jacked up the deficit by a trillion dollars. He gave a two trillion dollar tax cut to the rich. And they promised you that it was going to trickle down and you were going to do well. No, that didn't happen. There's no real statistics to show that that actually happened. In fact, some people had to end up paying more taxes and certain exemptions were pulled. Mostly in people, you know, in blue states. And people keep voting for these people. People keep voting Republican when it's the antithesis of 
said Christian values. Now, I don't care who you vote for, and it's none of my business, and it's none of your business who I vote for. Um, I'm a Christian, and I've been my entire life. I, as I've stated in other um, podcasts, have been uh, in the pews as long as I can remember. So, you know, I remember waking up in the pews as a, as a kid, as a, you know, five, six years old. But I really became saved at 13 um, because I really believed the gospel at a youth rally. Um, and, uh, you know, I went to the Church of Christ. Um, that is what I grew up in. And uh, they never really talked about Jesus the way that I heard about him in a, you know, at a youth rally. My grandfather took my brother and um, a couple of friends, and it was probably one of the best times that we've had, especially at a church-related function. Um, and I remember coming home. You know, after we came home, I went, and it was dark out, I remember. I was going to go, and I was getting a gallon of milk for my foster mom. And on the way home, I had this, just this feeling of love, feeling of something that I can't altogether describe, that I believed the gospel. Um... And it's a feeling that I've never felt before or, you know, since. Um, That's not to say that it's based on feelings because because believing the gospel is, is not based on feelings. It's based on a promise that Jesus Christ made through his shed blood and atonement on the cross. And you become in a relationship with Jesus Christ and you repent of your sins daily because, you know, at least I do. I'm not trying to say that, you know, people have different views on theology. and um, But the main thing is Jesus Christ died on the cross on the third day he rose from the dead. And that is what saves you, believing that he did that, believing that he did that for you. And, but Republicans believe that their followers must believe one thing, that they are the party of anti-abortion, even though their policies do the exact opposite. Cutting health care does what? Does it increase the likelihood of abortion or decrease it? Does giving people access to contraceptives increase or decrease the likelihood or probability of one becoming pregnant or having an abortion? It lowers it. 
if you, if you have health care, if you have access to comprehensive sexual education, now you should obviously have a, a design, parents should have to sign a waiver and that, and if you choose you don't want to, to go through that, that school or whatnot, that's fine too, and you shouldn't be, you know, docked any points or a grade or anything like that. But it is helpful if you want to reduce unwanted pregnancies. And I will link any of the claims that I've made in the description box, just as I have with my previous podcast with the previous episode um and the previous episode is about Barack Obama creating 1.5 million more jobs in his last three years than Obama than Trump has created in three years also I wanted to talk about well I'll do that on the next podcast <laughs> 